Welcome to the Loss and Lifting Talk podcast. The show is created to help you find your confidence by breaking down the complicated science of training and nutrition and turning it into simple, but more importantly, practical solutions that you can implement right away to start creating real results inside your body composition. We don't stop there either. We dive into the mental aspect of fitness to not only build a better body, but a better life all around. Podcasts were the medium where I learned and grew as an individual more than any other place in my life. The goal of this podcast is to give that back to you to start building the exact body and life that you know you're capable of. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode. Today's episode isn't going to be a deep dive into anything scientific about training and nutrition or something that you can applicably take and implement right away in terms of how many calories you should eat, how much protein you should eat, what kind of exercises that you should do. What we're going to talk about today is a lot deeper than that. It's the mental aspect to you achieving your goals and setting yourself up with the right expectations as you get started. And something that something when it comes to fitness and nutrition and changing your body composition that we see a lot online is just trash marketing, if I'm being 100% honest. And what I mean by that is people setting you up for failure before you even get started in terms of telling you that you can reach your goals faster than you actually can, telling you that it doesn't have to be as hard as you initially think that it might be, telling you that this whole process can be fast or this whole process can be super easy. Because at the end of the day, that's not true. The things that are most worth it in life at achieving and the most rewarding when you accomplish them are the things that are the hardest to accomplish. And if they weren't hard, then they wouldn't feel so good when you accomplish them. If there weren't hard things out there for us to have to tackle to achieve that, to achieve the reward, well, life would be a lot more boring, right? And these five things that we're going to talk about here, I, I actually posted these on TikTok and it went pretty viral. I, I reached a lot of people and got a ton of comments from people. And, and some of the comments were coming from people who were saying that, man, why does everything in life have to be so hard um, to achieve? Why, why can't life just be easy? And my thought process with that was, well, like I said, if it's easy, then it's not going to feel as rewarding when you accomplish it. And then if that's just how life is, we get everything handed to us without a trial or without having to develop as a person to be able to, to reach the level we need to be to achieve the things that we want, there wouldn't be as much purpose. There wouldn't be as much color or brightness or happiness or joy. If we don't have the hard work and the sacrifice, the reward's never going to be as sweet. And I think when it comes to your body, you don't look at it that way. Everybody we, we want things to happen fast. We're marketed quick fixes. We want to get to where we want to be and we want to get there as quickly as possible and as effortless as possible. And when it comes to fat loss, it's just not the case. It's not going to happen for you, at least if it's manageable fat loss that you're going to be able to sustain for the long term. So like I said, we're going to hop into five expectations that you need to accept and commit to to actually changing your body composition for the long run. But before we quick we hop into that real quick, um, like I've said before, I would really appreciate it if you're enjoying these episodes being back from the podcast, if you could take a screenshot and put it on your IG story and share it with the people that follow you. That way, if you tag me as well, I can repost it on mine. I can send you a message thanking you for doing so, as well as if you have a little bit of spare time, I'd be really appreciative if you could take a 
or scroll down below, excuse me, if you could scroll below and you could leave the podcast a star rating as well as a written review. This is the only way for the podcast to be able to grow inside of Apple ranks and just helps it to be able to be pushed out to more people to get more eyes on the show. So without further ado, let's hop into setting the right expectations when it comes to changing your body composition. The first one is very simple, but it can also be very annoying. And it's the fact that it's going to take longer than you want it to, to get to where you want it to be. And that sucks, right? So often this can go for any goal, really. This isn't just all five of these honestly can go for any goal, not just specifically for fitness or changing your body composition. But like I said, this is not going to happen super fast. This is going to gradually take place over time. And the way I like to explain this to clients when they're struggling with this concept is the idea of, let's say you're going to invest some money into the stock market. I started doing this a few years back. And every single paycheck that I would get, I would throw a little bit of that money into the stock market. It was taking it away from me. I was putting some effort in and I'm putting the money into the stock market. Month after month, or, or really every two weeks that I would do that, I wasn't seeing an immediate return on my investment that I was putting in, right? It would put it in, wouldn't really see much about it. I'd honestly just have to forget about it and just remember to continue putting it in over and over without the expectation of really getting anything back from it really quickly. But as I just built the habit of continuously throwing some of my paycheck in there, when I went and looked back, six months later, 12 months later, 24 months later, it had grown exponentially. It wasn't anything crazy by any means. I wasn't a completely different person or extremely wealthy, but I'm, it turned into more money than what it was when I initially put it in there. It slowly developed and it slowly grew and grew and grew. And exact same thing, and it's the exact same concept when it comes to your efforts on a weekly basis with your nutrition and training. You have to look at your efforts. You have to look at your gym sessions. You have to look at counting your caloric intake, being more mindful with your nutrition. You have to look at that as a, a long-term investment. You're not going to see a payoff from it immediately. You're not going to see that payoff from it in that week, in the next couple weeks, potentially even the next month. But if you continuously put that investment in and just forget about it, but make that your habit, well, over the long term, you're going to be able to look back at that and see the reward that it's creating. It's gonna be much more noticeable. But again, in that short term, you're not getting that instant gratification from the little bit of sacrifice that you're putting in. In my case, it was the money I was throwing into the stock market. In your case, it's the effort of getting yourself into the gym three to five times per week. It's counting your caloric intake at least 85 to 95% of the time and just staying consistent with it without that expectation of getting an immediate return from it, but knowing that if you just make that the habit and forget about it, you're going to be able to look back in the future and there's going to be a big payoff there. So when you can switch to that mindset and realize that every day is just a small investment into your future. You're going to be able to look back and see the investment pay off for itself. But again, there's no instant gratification. It just comes down to creating that habit. And over time, you'll be able to look back and see what that's produced for you. So you have to realize it's going to take longer than you want it to. It's not going to happen in a week. It's not going to happen in a month. It might not even happen in two or three months, but if you don't forget to put in that investment daily and weekly and monthly, you'll be able to start looking back and you'll see the fruits from that two, three, four, five, six months down the road. The second expectation is it's going to take more dedication 
than you initially think it's going to. I see this one time and time again. I'm going to bring up a story about a client of mine who I'm actually working with now. We've been working with together since the summer of 2020, and it's Haley. Haley, if you're listening to this, which you probably are, this is a shout out to you. And as we started working together, Haley started to see some really good progress within the first couple of months. She dropped roughly around 10 pounds or so in the first few months. Things were going really well. And then as we started to do that, she slowly fell into a plateau with her weight loss. She stopped losing quite as consistently. Um, She started to get much more frustrated. She wasn't sure what was going on. She was wondering if what we were doing just wasn't working. She was wondering if the the training sessions weren't as effective enough. She was wondering if, if the caloric intake that we had her on wasn't the right amount of calories for her and and what adjustments needed to be made. She was just frustrated and didn't know where to go from here. And it's it's a spot that she had been a lot in her past. When she came to me and we started working together, she was in that situation to where she had tried and tried and tried, but never ultimately was able to get to exactly where she wanted to be with her body composition. And so as we started to talk and as we started to dive into the actions that she was taking on a daily basis so that we could really dive into what had her stalled in weight loss before I just initially went and dropped calories down and said, here, just eat less calories. I always like to get a really good understanding of a client's actions very consistently about what they're doing through their week. And that way I can kind of see if, okay, well, maybe we're slipping up in a few places that we can tighten up that's actually going to have you hitting the numbers that we have you at a little bit more consistently, which then is going to lead to a little bit better of results more linearly. And in her situation, as we really started talking, she really thought she was on point with everything. And as we started to dig into it, we started to realize that on the weekends, she was having probably three or four untracked meals per weekend, every single weekend. And as we started to talk about that, and as we started to dissect it and look at the meals that she was having and kind of started to realize, okay, well, maybe you're actually just overeating on the weekends, which has you eating at a week-long maintenance. And so that's why you've plateaued in in weight loss. And it's not that we necessarily need to drop calories down. It just means we need to get a little bit more adherent with what we're actually already doing. And as we did that for her and we got more dedicated every single day of the week to hitting her numbers that she needed to, her weight started to just fall off again. And now fast forward another five months since that happened. I believe that was in November and now we're in March of 2021. She's gone ahead and is down a total of roughly 35 pounds at this point and is absolutely crushing it. Built a ton of muscle, dropped a ton of body fat in the best shape of her life in the last who knows how long, the last decade, feeling super confident, feeling really good about herself. And as we have conversations on the phone, that was one of her big things was realizing that, man, it just it took more dedication than I actually thought it was going to or that I was actually willing to to put into this. And until we started talking about it and you started to give me that perspective of maybe I can tighten things up on my end to really get to where I want to be, I didn't realize that I wasn't being quite as dedicated as I needed to be to actually create the result that I wanted. And honestly, I see this happen time and time again with different type of people. And it's not that it's your fault that this this happens. It's just that we're also biased 
in our own situations, right? We all come at our situations from an emotional state. We think of how we have to protect ourselves, protect our ego. And sometimes we just forget that maybe we're not being quite as dedicated to the big goals that we set for ourselves as we think we are. And that's when it can be super powerful to have a coach on your side, just like it was for Haley, just like it is for me when I'm working in my business as well. And maybe there's times when things aren't going quite as well as they are in other times. And I have a coach who's helping me dissect, okay, what am I doing now compared to what I was doing then? And, and are there actual real adjustments that I need to make? Or do I just need to get a little bit more dedicated to what I'm doing and put the proper work in to achieve the result that my brain desires? Am I really matching my efforts with the same magnitude as the desires that I have for myself. And I think we can all really get caught up there. So that's a big one. It's definitely going to take more dedication than you initially think. And to go one step further than that, if you feel like you are being dedicated and you aren't getting anywhere, I would look for an outside perspective. Talk with somebody, hire somebody, um, get an accountability partner, somebody that can look into your life without that unbiased view and give you some direction on maybe different places that you can clean up or or hold yourself a little bit more to a higher standard if that goal that you have is lofty and you don't feel like you're making any progress towards it. The third expectation is you're going to get frustrated along the way. I have never experienced a goal that I've achieved that didn't come with a decent amount of frustration along the way. And not only frustration, but unmotivation along the way. Times where I was unmotivated, I didn't want to continue pushing through. Um, I was frustrated. I didn't think things were moving along as quickly as I wanted to. I felt like I was being dedicated and it just, I wasn't getting where I wanted to be. But every time that that's come up in my own life and my own journey through changing my own body composition, through building businesses, through relationships, through being a father, trying to be at least a good father. I've been frustrated a good amount throughout that journey. And the way I've come to train myself to get through those times is to realize that the best things come in life through resistance. There's going to be times where you're frustrated. There's going to be times where you're unmotivated. That's a part of the test to ultimately get to where you want to be. And it comes down to your persistence. Are you willing to keep putting in the effort even when you don't feel like you're, you're moving or you're getting anywhere, when you feel like you're just treading water and, and staying in the same place? Are you willing to still give effort? And obviously there's a fine line there to where if you're doing the same thing over and over again and you're not getting anywhere, that's the definition of insanity. So we definitely have to have, have self-awareness when it comes to that. But it also means that just because there's a little bit of a frustration, just because there's a little bit of a plateau, just because things aren't moving along quite as quickly as you want them to, and maybe you're unmotivated by it, you have to get to the point where you're accepting that before it happens so that you just keep pushing during that time so that you realize that progress isn't always going to be super linear. There's going to be times where you just want to quit and honestly, you just want to give up. But if you accept that, before you get started on whatever it is that you're trying to achieve, you're setting yourself up to be able to get through it instead of allowing it to just slap you in the face like you've hit a brick wall and bounce backwards. And that's what happens with people over and over. You start to lose weight. You start to feel a little bit better. But then you hit this plateau and you get frustrated and then you say, oh, screw this. My body won't respond. 
or I'm just not cut out for this, or my metabolism is messed up, or my hormones are, are all wrong, so I, I can't get to where I, where I want to be, and you start blaming an outside source. But if you accept, like I said, that this is a part of the process, this is a part of the test of you developing into the person that can achieve those lofty goals that you have for yourself, you're setting yourself up to be, to be able to work through it. And again, there is that fine line of, of being insane and just doing the same thing over and over and not getting anywhere. But there's also a fine line of realizing that there's going to be some frustration. There's going to be some times where you're unmotivated and that's all perfectly normal. That is a part of the process to get to where you want to be. And again, if it was super easy, if you could get there on a linear line with no ups and downs, then that goal or that reward that you're trying to achieve, it's not going to feel as sweet when you get there. If there wasn't the frustration or the times where the motivation was down and you persevered through, the reward wouldn't be rewarding. That's the whole point of life is to get through the frustrating times and to develop into the person that can conquer those times. And that's what brings fulfillment. That's what brings reward. And that's what makes this life honestly so much fun to live at the end of the day. You have to look at it as a game when you start to understand, okay, there's this thing in front of me. It's hard. It sucks. I don't want to do it. But if I do do it and just continue to give an effort to get through it, I'll make it to the other side. And now I'll be one level higher than I was before. And then you can start to stack those levels on top of one another. And you start to realize that you control your actions and the results will follow your actions, but you can't. Put yourself in a position to where you're looking so forward to the result that you forget you have to put the action in and force that result to follow you. And when you start to switch your mindset there and look at the hard times as more of a game or a test, you start to put yourself in a really good position to succeed at anything in life because you're no longer scared of the hard times and you no longer run from the hard times, but instead you start to embrace them to be able to push through them, to continue leveling yourself up, to turn into that person that can conquer those times. And then you ultimately end up getting to the places exactly where you want it to be. Expectation number four is that you're still going to have to give an effort even after you reach your goal, if you want to maintain that goal. And this is something that we see over and over and over with people who lose weight is once you lose the weight, you then stop giving an effort so that you end up putting all of that weight back on in the long run. Ultimately, washing away any of that hard work that you put in just to have to start back over at ground zero. And then once you've done this and you're back at ground zero and you look up that hill again that you have to climb, it starts to get more demotivating, more demotivating, and more demotivating because you know you're going to have to climb that whole thing once again knowing that you've already been at the top before. And so if you'll try to understand before you begin that this isn't the start of a journey and then there's going to be an end to the journey, especially when it comes to your body composition, there's always going to have to be some effort in place. Chances are if you're in a position right now to where you haven't been putting any effort into your body and you don't like where you're at, even if you put a whole lot of effort in right up front, and, and you create some really good results, if you go back to giving no effort, that's gonna put you back to where you were before. It's a very simple concept to understand, but it's something that we always forget. And so understanding that once you begin, there's never an off switch to where I'm just completely done and I can shut the lights down and never have to come back to giving the same effort again, 
you're going to put yourself in a much better position to maintain what you've created because you know that, okay, maybe this isn't so much about just getting to a, a specific destination or achieving a specific goal and then just being done with that goal. At least when it comes to something like your body composition, there are certain things where that can make sense. Like if you want to run a half marathon or run a marathon, but then you don't want to ever run a marathon again, it's just a bucket list item that you want to do. Well, sure. Then you can train up to that marathon and get yourself into a position to where you're ready to run it, then run it. But if you have no aspirations to continue running marathons after and you stop running altogether, that makes sense because you don't need to be ready for a marathon your entire life. Right. But when it comes to something like fat loss or weight loss or changing your body composition to get you to a place where you're happy with your body instead of insecure in your body. Well, that's going to take effort forever to not be insecure in that body. Right. And so that's why it becomes so important to make sure that the habits that you're putting in place to achieve those long term goals that you want to hang on to, you're putting in sustainable habits that you're not going to hate in the long term. That's why whenever somebody starts a diet, the questions that I always ask them are, the last diet that you followed, do you see yourself being able to follow that diet for the rest of your life? Do you see yourself being able to enjoy social occasions while still being able to follow that diet or will there be an on-off switch there? Do you see yourself still being able to enjoy some of the foods that you really like in moderation for the rest of your life on this diet? And if you're coming back with yeses to all of those answers, then we know that we're setting up a diet that's specific to you. And if you come back with no's to those answers, well, then we've got to find a way to tweak what you're doing to make it much more individualized or tailored to you that allows you to be able to say yes to those answers so that you don't run into an, a situation to where your life feels so restricted that you have this on off switch to where you go to an all or nothing mindset and you're creating sustainable habits that work for your life for the rest of your life so that you can enjoy your hard work and the results that you create for the rest of your life as well. And so getting very clear there, understanding that, okay, if I'm going to go after this goal, it's going to take effort for me to be able to maintain this goal even after I've achieved it for the rest of my life. Does this mean there won't be times where I get off track or mess up a little bit? No, absolutely not. We're all human. None of us are robots. There's going to be times where you get off track. You're going to go on vacations. You're going to slip up on a week every now and again. That's just going to happen. It's a part of life for all of us. But having that baseline of understanding, okay, as long as this works within my life and I don't have to sacrifice everything for it, it makes you a little bit more willing to be able to put some of that effort in over the long term to be able to sustain those goals goals in the long term. That's why if somebody wants to go keto and they come to me and they say, well, I've done keto before and it worked really well, but now they weigh more than they did when they went through the keto diet. Well, I would say, well, it worked for you then, but you don't have that result now. So do you think it makes sense just to go keto once again to lose all the weight but if you're not able to sustain that long term, chances are you're going to end up in the same situation you're in now. So wouldn't it make more sense to try something that's a little bit more sustainable for you to where we're still including carbohydrates? We're not restricting anything, but we're learning how to eat all foods in moderation so that then once you get to your goal, you don't crave carbs because you're still including carbs and you're still, still able to go out for dinners. You're still able to have family dinners without feeling weird because you're not able to eat carbohydrates. And then when you do have some of the carbohydrates, then you go absolutely nuts because they taste so good and you're craving them because you felt like you couldn't have them and you end up in this constant yo-yo. What if we just learn how to put sustainable results in place that still allowed you to live the life that you like to live just with a little bit more guidelines and structure to it to make sure that we're achieving the goals that you have for yourself 
but you're still able to enjoy a little bit of everything in moderation throughout that process. And when you start to adopt that mindset, it starts to feel a whole lot more realistic for you to be able to continuously give some effort for the rest of your life to even still maintain that result that you've created. And that's where habits become so important, right? We're not just trying to do a quick 30 day fat loss challenge or a, a two month challenge where we're restricting carbs and we're restricting sugars that whole time. Said, what if we just learn how to maybe go at a little bit of a slower pace, but we learn how to include all of this into our diet and still lose weight over the long term, so that we're essentially fitting our diet into the life that we like to live rather than trying to fit our life into a specific diet that at some point we're gonna hold resentment towards and say screw this and turn the lights out and go back to living the way that we were and end up with the same frustrations that we had. So you have to realize, like I said, it's going to take effort forever. And so the techniques or the methods or the protocols that you put in place becomes very important to ask yourself those questions when you're putting those protocols in place. Do you see yourself being able to do this for longer than a three-month period? Do you, still yourself, do you see yourself still being able to live your life and enjoy being social without it feeling restricting or making you feel like the odd man out because you can't enjoy everything that everybody else is getting to enjoy? And do you still see yourself being able to enjoy some of the foods that you enjoy within moderation without having that restricted mindset of the all-in or all-out if you do have some of it and feel like you messed up? And if you can start answering yes to those questions, then you're going to be much more likely to be able to sustain what you're creating in the long term. Again, it's still going to require some effort, but it's going to be effort that doesn't feel like it totally restricts you and keeps you from enjoying the things that you enjoy most when it comes to living your life. And that leads us to the last one that we're going to touch on. You'll regret quitting. You won't regret staying persistent even when it gets hard. How many times have you told yourself, man, if I just would have stuck with X, think, think about where I would be now. Man, if I just would have kept going to the gym when I started last year, think of where I would be now. Man, if I just would have stuck with my diet that I started last year, think about where I would be now. That's where a lot of us end up in our futures. I know there's a lot of places where I've done that in my life. Looking back at when I was a younger kid in high school and getting ready to go to college, I was always, I had big dreams to go play college basketball. And I've touched on this a little bit in the podcast. And what I find myself doing now when I'm talking with old buddies from high school, whenever we meet up and, and different things like that, when we're in contact still, I always find myself saying, man, if, if I just would have given more effort to practicing and to getting better at my craft, like I could have taken that a lot further than I did. And I regret that. That's honestly one of my biggest regrets is that I had a lot of God-given talent when it came to sports, very athletic, could move very well, could control my body very well, had a pretty good shot, could, tr could dribble the, bo the ball very well. But I didn't put in the required effort to be able to take those skills to the next level. I just relied on the God-given talent that, that I had. And it's something that I regret. Because if I just would have put in more effort, I probably could have taken that a lot further. And honestly, it's ended up turning into a positive in my life because I've used that regret that I had from not giving the effort that I was supposed to and turned it into a lesson and to a commitment to myself that I would never do that again. I made it a commitment to myself in my fitness. I would see it through. 
I wouldn't quit when it got hard and I would just continuously give an effort so that I had no regret. And if it ever got to a point to where I felt like I wasn't getting anywhere and it wasn't for me anymore, then at that point, obviously, you can turn that stone when you get to it. If you need to move on to something else, you can absolutely move on to something else. But just because it gets hard and it's inconvenient, you can't look at that as a sign to quit. You have to look at that, again, as a sign that you're on the right path. When it gets hard, when you get frustrated, when you want to quit, that is the immediate sign that you're on the right path. You have to train your brain to start looking at your life from that lens. And again, it takes away convenience. Life's no longer super easy. Life's no longer a breeze to get through. It's no longer just living the same old routine day in and day out, eating the same foods, going to the same restaurants, hanging out with the same people, working the same job, having the same conversations. It comes down to you putting in an effort to get through new trials to turn into the next level of who you can be. And it starts with realizing that as long as you don't quit, and you just continue to persevere and you continue to be persistent even when it's hard, you put yourself in a position to continue achieving forever. And again, this all comes back to viewing your goals and your trials and your frustrations as a game. It's a test. Are you willing to continue pushing when shit gets tough? Are you willing to develop into that person that can handle those things? Are you willing to do the work that's going to take you to the next level in your life? And until you accept that and until you take on that challenge, you're going to remain where you've always been. And that's where most people end up in these normal nine to five jobs that they don't enjoy in a body that they're not super confident in, in a life that feels stale and stagnant. And I'm not saying that everybody that that has a nine-to-five job or everybody that's not in the best shape in the world, that they hate their lives. That's, That's not the point here, and I know that's not everybody. I know a lot of people that are super happy. But if you do want more and you want to achieve more and you want to be more and you want to take your life to those next levels and you want to develop yourself into the person that you know you can be, it's going to take this mindset. It's going to take switching your views. It's going to take up-leveling your efforts. It's going to take pushing into your own resistance, pushing into your frustrations, pushing into the times where you want to quit and giving as honest of an effort as you can. And sure, there will be times where you might get down certain paths and it's just not working. But I would much rather go too far into something rather than not go far enough And ultimately look back in one to five years down the road and regret not have given my all. I've been through that once in my life and I feel super fortunate to have had that happen at such a a young age in my life to teach me that valuable lesson. That your effort is all you have. That you control the outcomes of your situations if you're willing to put the action in relentlessly. And then be patient at the end of the day and just continuously do it over and over and over. And if you can do that, I promise you, you can achieve absolutely anything, anything in this life that you want to. 
and I don't say that in a way just to motivate you or to light a fire under your ass. I say that because I've lived it. I've been on both sides of the fence. I've been on the side of the fence where times get hard and, and I play the poor me card and quit on something early because it's too hard or I don't know what I'm doing or, or just having self-doubt in myself. And then I've played the other side to where I wanted to get fit. So by damn, I did everything I could to start getting fit and just decided that I was never going to quit on this. I was going to give it as much effort as I had to. And then over the long haul, yeah, I had to go through a lot of frustrating times, but it got a little bit easier, got a little bit easier, got a little bit easier. Now I live in a body that I'm very confident in. It's not perfect by any means, but I feel confident in it. And there's not as much effort to sustain it because they're just habits that I live on the daily. It's who I am now. When it comes to my business, I left a very comfortable nine to five job to start running a gym. Then I left a very comfortable gym that I could have stayed in my small town, could have lived there. I could have pulled a decent income from that gym and lived very comfortably. And I took that to the next business. I took that to coaching online. I wanted more. I wanted more freedom in my life. I wanted to be able to travel. I wanted to be able to, to provide more for my family and have greater meaning and greater flexibility and more freedom. And so we took things online and I've just persisted continuously gave more and more and more effort and never gave my op myself the option to quit and tried to look at the frustrating times and the times where things are slower and the times where I want to quit and the times where, where I'm unmotivated as signs that I just need to keep persevering. I need to keep being persistent. If I'm frustrated, that's a really good sign that I'm on track. The anxiety, the frustration, the unmotivation, those are all signs that I just have to keep pushing through because something good is on the other side of this. And if you can start playing that game and make that commitment to yourself, I promise you that you're going to end up exactly where you want to be. But again, it's not going to happen as quickly as you want it to. It's going to take more dedication than you think it's going to when you start. You're going to get frustrated along that journey. You're going to have to continue to give effort even after you achieve those goals that you set for yourself and as long as you don't quit you'll end up exactly where you're supposed to be